Yeah, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Ah, we're doing a little 60s stuff here, and I actually love it. I have a request, though. If you're going to do 60s, I have a request. All right. Go Now by the Moody Blues. I'll take a look for it. Go Now. All right. Here we go. Well, guess what? Get rid of all your inhibitions. Why? Because we're dealing and living with things that show up when we're in transition. Fire it up with CJ Lewis. CJ's joining me here today. And basically, let me just say, she's on a mission. So her show, Fire It Up with CJ, offers people a really cool place to come to improve whatever it is going on in your life, to do it in a fun way, to understand what living in harmony on the planet is all about. She has a phenomenal coaching model. For those of you that are looking for a life coach, this is where you want to go. You want to give CJ a call. But more importantly, this is about how to understand our own life experiences, the things we go through, and be able to incorporate them as, let's say, a life lesson. You know, this is a topic uh, that is so important to me right now because of, you know, something personal going on in my own life, you know. And what I've come to know is that there is an essence about dealing and living with transition. And sometimes we can look on the brighter side of it and sometimes not. You know, when I lost my job after 25 years, not so much. CJ, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me, Dr. Pat. Uh, Okay. All right. (laughs) Let's talk about this. You know, taking care of yourself, doing transition. How? How in the heck do we do that when we get completely absorbed by the thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I bet mm-hmm. you could tell us, though. you got to give yeah, us know, some insight here. <laughs> I've actually seen, okay, I, I'm probably the worst transitioner, and I've, gotten, I've gone through so <laughs> many transitions in my life that I now actually view myself as a professional transitioner. <laughs> 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 I could literally make a profession out of this. And I think the thing that I've learned, and actually what I'm so proud about myself now, because I've just gone through another big transformation based on some energetic work that I did, is in the past, um, what I would do, and I think what a large percentage of people do, is they kind of don't recognize or are conscious of the big changes that have happened to them and what that means to them on a mind, body, and spirit level, because all three of those things shift. When you lose the job when you um, go through a divorce, whether you've lost a loved one, like your mind, your body, and your spirit shift. And that's a lot for, um, it's a, lot for a person to digest. It's like, and I think what happens is we dismiss how much stuff is happening to us. And what we want to do is, because we have the desire to go back to homeostasis, which is not wanting everything to be back like it was, we try to we try to shift into what was before versus honoring what is in the moment and that's happening. And oftentimes what's in the moment is maybe stuff we don't really like, pain, sadness, um, depression. And so we try to fast forward past those things because we we, we we're wired as human beings to run away from pain. Thank goodness, right? Like we don't want to be touching hot flames all the time. But, but um, I think that the hardest thing in transition, I think, is to take a break, go in and learn from the pain and suffering Mm -hmm. because there's growth that can happen. Um, 
And that, for me, is actually personally the hardest thing to do. But over time, I've learned how to deal with it. And I can honestly say this time as I'm going through transition, I'm suffering less. Am I in pain? Does it feel weird? Do I feel confused? Do I feel in confusion, doubt, and and sometimes anger? Yes. But do I have a different relationship to it? Yes. It's <laughs> like the 500th transition I've gone through. <laughs> well, let me ask you this question. I mean, you know, let's define transition for a moment mm-hmm. for people. You know, because I think there are different ways to look at this. I mean, mm-hmm. I mentioned the loss of my, my job after 20, 25 years, right? Actually, it was 25, 24, 24 and a half years because mm-hmm. I was a half year away from um, uh, full pension eligibility. Uh, and, uh, so that's one thing, right? There are other transitions that we go through as well uh, that may not be of that magnitude. There are people that die uh, or, uh, you know, that that are no longer with us, that are close to us. So does it matter the degree or, you know, how do we benchmark this or baseline this, for example? Yeah, I mean, I think that there's major transitions which are generally related to life events. So divorce, um, losing a job. Uh, uh, losing a loved one, those are things that um, that relate to um, our Maslow's hierarchy of needs. They're the loss of a sense of security, a sense of self, and our ego. And, and uh, just like the foundational pieces of our life are, are rocked at a fundamental level. That seems substantially different than, let's say, some of the stuff that the kind of transitions that I've experienced, in addition to those transitions that we've talked before, but because I've lost my dad and other loved ones, you know, in a short period of time. But I think that they feel substantially different um, in terms of, of uh, amplitude to, like, doing some a bunch of energy work where I feel like, oh, my God, I just feel confused. You know, where you do, like, you may have a Reiki session or you may do a massage, but actually that actually is going through a minor transition. But I think they're major and minor transitions, but they all kind of at a meta level go through the same kind of thing <laughs> in terms of your body, your mind, and your spirit have to adjust. Your body has to reorient itself because, it's you know, you're now going through living a different lifestyle and changes that you're probably not aware of, but your body is aware of it, and it takes a hit on your body, I think, more than we really recognize, which is why sometimes when we go... Like, for example, you think about van- taking a vacation. That's a transition. And have you ever been on vacation where you just pass out? You're like, oh, my God, I had no idea I was this tired. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah, and but that's why? your body going through a transition, right? right? Uh, You're well, exactly. exhausted. You don't realize it. Exactly. I go through this all the time. And, you know, it's kind of interesting about vacation when we talk about that because that's really like a cool thing, right? Yeah. You think, oh, I'm going on vacation. I go on vacation, like uh, like if I go to Hawaii or something like that, I get on vacation and then you arrive and, you know, all your friends are there and they're like, oh, let's go do this. Let's go to beach. Let's go. And you're like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I don't want – you know, and you try to, you know, what is the term that uh, somebody used on me the other day? Somebody actually said this to me. Um, you try to man up. Don't you hate that term? Yes. <laughs> Can you believe somebody actually told me that the other day? I said, how the heck do I even know what that means? But the point is this. You try to suck it up. Yeah. Right? Like a big succubus. Yeah. You just do that, and then you try to push through it, and that is not the way to roll when you're in no. transition, is no. it? No. No, it isn't. I mean, I think, in fact, what you need to do 
is the exact opposite. You need to lay flat on your back, you know, as much as you can, sleep, take care of yourself, get massages, like self-care and taking it easy on yourself. It's like, this is not the time where you're like, I'll remodel my kitchen, you know, like, <laughs> like I have some time off. My dad just said, I'll remodel, you know, it's like some people actually literally do those kind of things, and this is not the time to do that. It's You're already going through so, your body is going through so much, your mind is going through so much in terms of all the new thoughts and integrating how your life is going to change. Trying to, like, take on too much is really not, like, literally, since I'm going through transition, I try to do one big thing a day, and that's it. That's just one big thing, and then I try to take it right. easy if I if if I can. Um, some of us can't afford to take it easy, but oftentimes you can, and you just kind of in your mind you think you can't. But right. it's just like ratcheting it down way, way, way slower is really critical during these periods of transition because otherwise you're just it's kind of not it's not an it's not in a place you're not giving yourself self love, right? Right. Well, you know that's a whole another conversation because we think self love. Is, has to be this big deal, right? This big thing that we do. And we don't realize how many times we withhold self-love mm-hmm. at a very basic level, all right? Yeah. So what would self-love be? I mean, if you're not going to go to Hawaii or you can't go to Hawaii, uh, then what would self-love be? Well, maybe self-love means that you actually try getting eight hours of sleep, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Or eat a nice meal or treat yourself to something. I mean, it's kind of bizarre, but we, but I actually, in this society, we treat ourselves by getting together with a friend. Like, that's a treat, whereas it used to be part of our normal day-in, day-out experience. That's like our treat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's kind of like, uh, you know, we're, we're on the edge where we've gotten so busy, CJ. I know your career, what you've done in technical world. I know my corporate career and even my, my career now, which I don't really consider work. But there are some days where you say, wait a minute, a 17-hour day, there's just something not right with that picture. Mm-hmm. You know, as much as you love what you do, um, don't we have to ask ourselves a fundamental question, a question about transition, which is, are we creating harmony? in the things that happen in our lives. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you this question and talk about it when we come back from break. You know, does trans- is transition necessary? Here's what I want to say about this. Is it necessary? Can we go from A to B and skip transition? And the next question is, does transition have to take a long time? Mm-hmm. These are kind of the, the things that we hear, you know, uh, so, for example, when I lost my job, my, I remember being in therapy with my therapist. I love my therapist, Dr. Juanita Lovett. I loved her. And I was back in the East Coast. And I, I walked in one day, and I remember going in there, and, you know, you do the intake, right, with the therapist and all that stuff you do. And I get in, and I just, you know, and she asked me all the budget questions. And I said, you know, how long is this going to take? <laughs> how, how, how long is this going to take? You know what I'm saying? How long is this? You know, meaning I just threw up on her about my life, right? right. Everything about my life. I just threw up all over the therapist room. And then my last question to her was, okay, how long is this going to take? Yeah. Let's take a short break because that is the question. Um, you know what she And when we come back, I'll tell you what the question was she asked me. Stay tuned. CJ Lewis in the house. We'll be right back.
Disease, one of the most dreaded words in our vocabulary. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know traditionally we have viewed disease as a degenerative process? Disease is better understood when we view it as disease in the human body. Disease means without ease. Health is not merely the absence of disease. It's when every part of the body works together effortlessly, relaxed and at ease. It's that relaxed state that lets energy flow in waves through and around the entire body. Every organ has an electrical charge, and when overcharged or undercharged, disease occurs. And it is an effort to go through our day. We are able to determine the exact disease of the body and design a specific solution to correct the nutritional imbalance. Contact us at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232. And visit us at maryjanemack.com. The Ascension Foundation, serving to build an interdimensional community. The Ascended Masters invite you to join them in co-creating this mission. Allow the Masters to lead the way in activating the wisdom of your heart consciousness and raising your vibration. You can communicate with them directly by attending apportation events and classes in mediumship, crystal light energy healing, alchemy, master studies, past life regression, and more. For a schedule of classes, workshops, and special events, visit theascensionfoundation.com. That's theascensionfoundation.com. Ladies, are you living an inspired life? Do you yearn for a more passionate, dream-filled life? Here's Linda Joy, founder of Aspire Magazine, and she has a gift for you. Aspire has launched its Mission to Inspire initiative with a commitment to give away 100,000 one-year digital subscriptions to women around the globe. Every subscription comes with a multitude of free gifts from our team inspiration partners. To claim it all, go to AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, and I want to share something amazing with you. If you're sick of information and ready for an extreme transformation, then check out world-renowned energy healer Ann Taylor at FasterQuickerBetter.com. She's been creating miracles in tens of thousands of people's lives for over 16 years, and I'm one of those people. You, too, can easily do the same by simply listening to her recordings. If you want to miraculously eliminate fears, worries, and negative beliefs, then you owe it to yourself to purchase her amazing package, which includes over 50 pieces of healing work. Thanks to Anne's 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Hurry over to FasterBetterQuicker.com and finally experience the quantum leap in consciousness that you truly deserve. Go now. You know that song? I wonder what year that was. Do you know I would how have I remember no that song? I know it's from your era. <laughs> it is from my era. What year About was it. that, though? Do I'm, you know? I'm looking. I okay. don't have I'm it. I'm curious. 
I'm just curious. I'll tell you why. If you can find the year, I will tell you why. Because we're talking about transition, and that song has very specific meaning to me. C.J. Lou is in the house. C.J., before we just jump into this, uh, and I give you know kind of talk about what the question was that I asked my therapist and what her you know what her answer back to me was. Let's take a moment and give out some information about you, your website, your coaching practice, and much more. Oh, great! So I have a radio show on the Transformation Talk Radio Network, and it's called Fire It Up with CJ, and it plays every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And we talk about a lot of the same issues, which is just about how to uh, create a whole new way of living in which you're more um, emotionally connected, build great relationships, can go through transition more quickly, be kind to the planet, all sorts of good stuff. Um, and then I also have a coaching practice that has a very similar holistic look about life, and it's called net, which is my life coaching practice. Sweet. Sweet. Okay. So I walk into the therapist, right? Uh, and, yeah, I did. I think this yeah. was like 19, I want to say 1989. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Walked in, found my therapist, walked in. Um, and I said, you know, just as I said, you know, we always do this. This is like you kind of throw up all over the, the office and tell her what's going wrong and breaking down in your life and all this. And then I ask her the question, OK, now that I said that, how long is all this going to take? <laughs> and I love her because she sat in the chair almost, you know, with these big glasses on, never really moved, put up her feet. Right. Very comfortable doing doing these little sessions with me. Watch the clock. You were in and out in 45, whether it didn't matter what you were talking about. (laughs) You know, you're in and out. Bam. Clock time. Go. All right. You're out. (laughs) That was it. And she looked at me and she said, well, how long do you want it to take? Hmm. And I said, well, I figure based on what I just told you about a week. (laughs) (laughs) She said, well, why don't you come back next week? This is what she said. Why don't you come back next week and uh, let's see if we can get it done. Now, she she knew. She knew it was not going to take a week. But I really wanted things done quickly. Mm-hmm. Now, I shared something with you. So to help me, uh, let's talk about transition and how long it has to take. I shared during you that with you during the break that during that time period, it was the end of 1989, I think it was, 1990, 1991, and 1992. 90, 91, 92. Here's what happened to me during that period of time. It actually it was actually a two-year period of time. Here's what happened. Lost my job after 25 years, right? Best thing that ever happened to me, by the way. My mom dies. My stepmom dies unexpectedly. Her heart explodes. My sister dies unexpectedly on the floor of a hospital. Mm. Right. Um, and I go through my rela- a, a relationship. I'm in an abusive relationship. Right. Bam. And so needless to say, I spent a lot of days with Dr. Juanita Lovett. <laughs> <laughs> I spent a lot of time with that chick until I moved to Seattle and then I still had to talk to her. So what is the deal with how long transition takes? Gosh, you know, I think in that particular example, it's however long it takes you to learn the life lessons that you need to learn Mm. and and in combination, however long it takes you to heal um, from the traumatic situation that you were dealt. I mean, I mean, those are traumas on a multiple, you know, on multiple levels and you have to heal 
I mean, it takes a long time to heal, I think. I think we underestimate right. how long it takes for us to heal from those instances right. and, and uh, deal with the shock and pain. Oh, I forgot. My dad died, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 And so, and then you, and then you had to go through in that particular instance. You literally lost every. You lost your whole foundation. Boom! It's like a tsunami came and hit and like wiped you off of, you know, off planet Earth, right? Yeah. I mean, seriously, you lost your home. You lost your um, your your understanding of who you were. You lost your family connection. I mean, you lost so many different things, and and it gave you probably. A, a fresh new perspective on how you wanted to lead your life from there on out. And that mm. doesn't take, that's not something you do in a week, right? Right. Right. No. Um, well, I, you know, I, I, I you, you know, here I was in, in therapy, you know, I didn't even have an understanding of it. Uh, and as a matter of fact, just to follow up with Dr. Juanita Lovett, she became my friend mm-hmm. and became my support system and actually encouraged me after I lost my job to go back to graduate program and doctoral work. Um, you know, so needless to say that one week turned into almost, I don't know, it wasn't quite a decade, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a while. It takes mm-hmm. a while to change, to kind of one, to gain the courage, to try something new, um, to basically define who you are going to be now in this new world. Right. right. In some ways you had the opportunity to just start all over again. Right. right? You know, square one and like redefine everything. And that takes a long time to figure out what your new vision is going to be. You know, and part of this is we're still subjected to triggers. Yeah. Right. So Benny was playing these songs from the 60s, right? Mm -hmm. And I said to him, Benny, play Go Now by the Moody Blues. And apparently that song was 1964. Okay. So why would a song like that have, first of all, it's like, you know, a, I lost my sweetheart song. Actually, it's like, go now, you don't love me, right? Mm -hmm. That's the song. That's a Moody Blues song, was a smash hit. And so why would that song stay with me? Well, you know, that was the year. That song, I relate to my first love. Mm -hmm. You think by now we would get that out of our system. (laughs) You think 1964... Do you think we could get that out of our system? I that know. I got to hear a song by the Moody Blues and think of that. Yeah. The mind and how we codify things and our brain and how it works is flipping amazing. I mean, you know, because that song has associations that, you know, go so deep. And, like, for me, when I'm hearing that and I'm hearing you, it's all about abandonment, you know? So it's like you're... Going through that, you know, you have to re-experience. Listening to that song is about love and abandonment and feeling alone, you know, all in one swoop in a song, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it triggers yeah. such raw emotions. I mean, and and in some ways, it's, there's don't you think there's a, a dark beauty to that? There is a dark beauty to that because there's a part of that song which reminds me that, um, and I know people that are listening to the show, I bet you could think of songs and times when your heart was broken. What it reminds me of, you know, now is that I do have the ability to love. I mean, and that love is an option for us. I mean, I don't know that, you, I don't, that is there anybody out there that, you know, fell in love and didn't have some kind of heartbroken? Benny, did you have a first love, dude? Sure, why yeah, not? Yeah, we all had first Everyone love. Everyone has. CJ, did you have yeah. like a first love or not? Yes, absolutely. Okay, right. Well, you either had your little heart broken or broke somebody else's heart. Yeah. Right? Yep. But either way, 
we go through these experiences with transition. Our, our hearts hurt, and yet sometimes we don't take the time to experience that hurt. And I, I think for a lot of us, especially, you know, someone like me that had lost at a very early age, I wasn't able to work through the issues around my mother's death when I was seven until I was older. And so, you know, we carry these things with us. And then the pain at some point, don't you think, becomes unbearable and we have to do something about it. Yeah. I just read this. I'm, I'm reading this book for an interview I'm doing this Thursday mm-hmm. and um, with a, a Hawaiian um, co- Kahuna. Yeah. And he was saying, and I love this phrase in the book, but it was something along the lines of, you know, growth hurts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Painful. Yeah. yeah. Right? So when you know when you're in pain and suffering, it's so hard and it's so not helpful to say this to someone who is in that place. But honestly, it's growth happening. And, and you know, if you view transition as a part of nature and part of our, our of, of a life experience, whether you're a tree or human, a flower, you go through these cycles of life, and they're, and they're meant for your own growth and personal development, and growing of your heart is also what's happening, which is what I think you were saying, too. Right. right. Well, I'm going to have to listen to the show uh, that you're going to be doing, because I want to hear about this experience of growth, but you're absolutely right. And, you know, I have to say it. I said it about, about six weeks ago. Kelly Clarkson sings about it. What don't kill you makes you stronger. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time on the Dr. Pat Show. Down the